to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. The three victims were part of a CXS... Fuck her right in the pussy! Oh, I don't care at this point. How I'd fuck her? You can't say you wouldn't fuck her. Maybe that's what I'll do when they find her. I'll go and fuck her. Fuck her right in the pussy. It took crews longer than anticipated to find the crack in the 64-year-old pipeline. I'm standing here with Fred, who says he was greatly impacted by the gushing of oil. Can you tell us a little more of what you saw? I sure can. I was sitting on my front porch, grabbed the beer, and fuck her right in the pussy. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey, man, this is Kevin Smith. Guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers, One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Colon and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, grab life by the pussy. <laughs> Let's just start out with that. No. Why would you start out with yeah, that? Yeah, no, well, actually, uh, well, it kind of goes into, let's go right into the beginning of uh, Superfan Oscar sharing, he sent us an email, Yep. and he says, uh, let's go jump right into Oscar's email, just get that not out, of get that out of the way. Well, <laughs> well. He says, we need pistol packing Urkel. I promise, I promise that I'm going to be getting Wi-Fi really, really soon, uh, only because, You're like. You're such a liar. Well, it's just, you know. I, sit I know you like having like, these warm nights with so me. There's so much shit I got to do. I got to upload because hopefully when you're watching this, where you're listening to us on SoundCloud, uh, technically we haven't been removed from Podomatic yet. I they they deducted they, won't. they deducted money from my account. Oh really? And I fought it, and PayPal kind of refunded me the money, but for some reason Podomatic still has us up. But uh, I don't think I'm not going to post this on Podomatic. I'm going to post it to SoundCloud. So. Uh, Hopefully, things will stream over pretty well. We're going to do the crossover uh, as we switch over into from iTunes, as we switch over to Stitcher, as we switch over. I think now we're going to add the uh, Google Play Store for podcasts. Maybe Pandora also, because a friend of mine brought that to my attention. Po- Pandora is doing podcasts now also. How do you do just... Well, I don't know. No, well, no, we haven't, no. I haven't figured it out yet, but it's it, like to just I'm listen a, to well, the random podcast, that'd be interesting. Too stri- too, Toonami Faithful is now on Google Play... Uh, we're also on the TuneIn, TuneIn Radio app. Uh-huh. You've, you've seen that before, right? No, I haven't. <laughs> well, let me educate you, since I have my phone right here. Um, Meanwhile, right before we're recording this, Paul is watching fucking WWE. Shut up. Oh, he's, oh, Jen says, now there's an echo that we're recording. It might. Be, I think it's, I think it's, my, right, head, it's, it's my headphones. Yeah, it's your headphones right there. My headphones were... I, I, I just muted it, so... <laughs> I could hear it over here. Yeah. Um, so... Tune in app. Tune in app. Tune in. You can't probably see it live, but the tune in app, you can get any radio station. Uh huh. Um, it's really funny because, like, you can see Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Uh huh. You can submit it. There's a way to do it. You just search it and then it just, you can just submit it. I'll let you submit it. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I gotta do this shit. Okay. So back to Oscar's letter. Uh, he says, as you guys wind down for the election, which is, it does blow my mind that, like, we're like three weeks out. Three three weeks. weeks, Because it's like November 8th. And we're recording this on the 17th, so another two more weeks. You still got Halloween in between now and the election, yep. and hopefully clowns don't come and, and kill us all 
Because okay. you got creepy clowns. Clowns are actually taking over. I I will predict right now that there's going to be a lot of murders. Somewhat, no, well, not murders. People are going to be beating down clowns. No, that's like, what I'm saying. There's going to be a lot of clowns that are going to get murdered. And nice. a part of me wants to be a clown for Halloween. Like, I want to just be an asshole. But then again, uh, one, I don't want to get my ass beat. And two, my daughter is planning to dress up like a cheerleader because her brother's going to dress up like a football player. Um, her mom is going to dress up like a referee. So I'm thinking, what can I be? I could be the coach. So I bought a whistle. Uh, I'll just like iron the word coach, like get those stupid iron ons from Walmart and iron coach across my shirt. Uh, but that's, that's the plan right now. But if I didn't have to do a costume that was related to my daughter, I would probably be a clown this year just to be an asshole. And I have like, you know, I have the clown nose. I have clown shoes. You know, would just be like a fucked up clown. But, uh, actually, Aren't you already a fucked up clown. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, my whole life is a fucked up clown. But, uh, so I just, uh, I want to. So, okay. So we got Halloween right around the corner. You know, I'm gearing up for it. It's funny. I, I put more fucking pictures on Facebook with like makeup and, and, and masks on and fucking Halloween comes around and I, and I'm dressed up like a stupid coach, but it's for my daughter. So, uh, so you saw my picture when I posted, uh, the makeup on saying that I'm, I'm Harley Quinn. That got a lot of traffic though. I will say that. We're going to have, we're going to have so many Harley Quinns this year, like there was at New York Comic Con. And by the way, I don't know what the hell was possessing you to do that shit, but don't ever do that. Well, come on. It's funny to see a big fat guy with, you know, bald head and goatee wearing, uh, Makeup and stuff like it's no, funny. Me and Darrell it's, cannot look at you any different. We cannot funny. look at you. I'm secure anymore. enough in my manhood <laughs> that I can wear makeup, and I still love the pussy. Um, but you know, sometimes I wonder. But I look. I'm totally secure in my manhood, mm-hmm. so I can put on makeup and and and. So we we keep jumping over and Oscar, I, and I, oh yeah, we keep jumping over. But I what I liked is that when I dyed my like I put the paint in my beard. Also, I had like a blue. I had blue in my beard and pink in my beard. So I could be one of those 50 – because let me tell you, the New York Comic Con had so many, so many Harley Quinns. I had said it like a joke, but it's true. They were just a ridiculous amount. Holy shit, Harley my computer Quinn. actually upgraded. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It? I know people that are watching live, they're probably like, what are you looking at? I have my computer over here, mm-hmm. and it's took It's one like of those what? stupid updates. It's it, yeah. like, I came here the other day because uh, I needed to upload some interviews to John Galbo. And uh, my computer it did an upgrade that was like took like fifteen minutes. Yeah, to but yours upload. should be faster than mine. That's the thing. Like it mine is like I think uh, it's just it's like almost ten years old. It, th- I'm gonna be honest with you. Like that computer over there, and I know you, you nobody can see this or if you're hearing this, but that computer over there has lasted a long time, and I, I'm really happy with what I have. I'm gonna have to eventually get a better computer because that way I can stream shit, mm-hmm. and do stuff better. But you know, well, whatever. you would think it would take two seconds to stream off the webcam on yeah. the. Uh, which I guess if we want to well, Google, see what we Google Hangouts, do. but I like I like Facebook Live, so we're gonna do Facebook Live. What, what I wish I wish we could kind of format, we could put it in landscape format. Well, what, what you what would happen is is what what we could do is, and this becomes really complicated, and then it takes up more application time, so we don't know. I mean, you could actually probably take the audio from the video, uh-huh. but um, pretty much you would get an app like. Um, Oh, what the hell did I use? I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. Um, but you have to use a broadcast app, uh-huh. and then that allow you to broadcast to Facebook. But it, here's the fucked up part. So you can broadcast from your phone without using an application, but you have to use an application on your computer yeah. to broadcast. Because they know, because they know people would like yeah. me would just be. Because what I I would seriously like if I had I would try to put money into like making it look like professional, like with a desk and. 
you and I sitting like you know side by side with the Trust microphones. Me, like, I, I would set it up in my apartment, but I have some ideas in the back of my head that I would like to do, but I don't know. I, I have no idea like if I can make them happen. I want to make it. I want to so. make it like like morning zoo, like bells and whistles and ding. Well, ding, I, ding, I, ding. I you, you should understand. I think because tonabefaithful.com, I'm sitting there like ooh idea, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, but you guys record over Skype. You're not in the same room. At least like, well, if we were I together, mean, I'd say, I look, mean, Paul, come over to my house. I mean, like, let me wipe down I'm, I'm not, the I'll, chair. I'll, I'll explain to you after because I don't want anybody that listens to this. This, if they like my competition hears this they're shit, they're gonna steal your let's just say, yeah, ideas. Yeah, they don't need to be stealing my fucking ideas, no. And once again, to everyone streaming at home, feel free to join in and uh contribute. Yes. So uh let me see. Okay, Aramis says he finally updated his computer from Windows ninety five. <laughs> Whoa! Took, it only took four years. I think he's being sarcastic. You better be sarcastic. Four years. <laughs> Windows ninety Well, you know, like I go to work and like when the computers before they update, before they turn on to the actual program, it's like fucking Windows XP. Like the computers at work, like you know, there's they're yeah, like, you know. I, there's people that are um. Well, like my company upgraded to Windows Seven. It wasn't. It, it used to be. A, it used to be. It wasn't XP. It was kind of like in between XP and Windows Seven, but it was closer to XP. It's kind of weird to explain. Yeah. But you know, once they started not supporting XP, they're like, you know, yeah, you got to change. So that's what we did. But uh, yeah, we keep skipping. We over keep Oscar. skipping over. Let's go back to Oscar. Okay, Oscar says we need the pistol packing urkel so Darrell, as soon as we get wi-fi as soon as i get wi-fi we're gonna have Darrell on an episode yes we are. and he goes as you guys wind down to the election can you share your presidential candidate which presidential candidate you support you quite, right and then i don't know where he the fuck he gets this from it's quite obvious you guys are probably trump supporters please see the south park episode where mr garrison i believe plays the trump candidate yep. and hillary is herself why I... don't you think trump why do you why don't you think trump isn't named well, one, I mean, I he think can sue. he can sue, and Donald Trump seems like a very litigious asshole. And uh, you know, don't use big words. We don't use big words. <laughs> Trump on Trump likes school. Trump likes suing. Did you did you look that up on the well, computer when you said uh, it? No, I'm, I'm partially educated. <laughs> and uh, well, like he's been like just recently, they just this past weekend they had him on. Um, they they had a. a Alec Baldwin was doing a, an impersonation of him on Saturday Night Live, oh, God, and he's so like, good. and he's tweeting about it. And it's like someone had posted like, "Oh, you're 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 gonna fight ISIS and and defeat terrorism, but you're pissed off because someone was making so, fun of you on Saturday Night Live." So here here's the funny thing about that: like he actually Trump is actually saying right now that Saturday Night Live is part of the media storm that mm. is causing him not that's gonna probably cause him not to win. Dude, your affairs, your the girls that you touch their pussies, yeah, all the pussies you've grabbed. Yeah, exactly. That's gonna do it. So Oscar, let me ask you. Let me answer your question. I am a Hillary. Clinton supporter. I was a. I let me see. I am. Um, I was born in eighty four. Um, but you've President been, Clinton. You've been, you've been pushing Hillary even like back when it was just Hillary against Bernie. You were. You were I was no no Hillary. no. Even before that, I was pushing. I wanted. I wanted Hillary Clinton over Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying that Barack Obama didn't do a good job. He did do a good job. And I, I think it's unfair to judge Barack Obama on his legacy mm-hmm. when the Congress has failed us. Because see what the thing is is people just. Like what we we have this live stream right now, uh-huh. you know the people that are seeing us right now. This technology that we have now, people believe whatever I say on here. So I could say that the world's about to end in two minutes, and if some dumb schmuck is on here thinking that's what's going to happen, he's going to go into his little bunker and stand <laughs> there for like a week. No, you need to look things up, and that's the part of the problem with these Trump supporters is they're not looking things up. They're just taking things as it is. If Trump says that Hillary Clinton was the reason why that that one office in North Carolina uh, got firebombed or whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, 
And thank God nobody was in that, by the way. Yeah. Um, everybody's going to believe it. Oh, yeah, it was Hillary. It was Hillary that did that. Um, and, and, and here's the funny part. Like, people – Hillary Clinton almost – Hillary Clinton, when she went for president the first time, mm-hmm. she didn't get nominated as a Democratic nominee. But here's the funny part. Here's the interesting part, I should say. She won the popular vote. Barack Obama won the Electoral College, and that's why he became the Democratic nominee. Mm-hmm. So – and then number two, after she – when she left as Secretary of State in 2012, I want to say it was, mm-hmm. she was – she had a better approval rating than the president. And here, here's here's the thing that, that gets me, and I know I'm trying to sell Hillary Clinton here, but I, I sat here and I watched for the last four years the minute that she walked out as state as secretary of state mm-hmm. that these fucking republicans instead of doing their fucking job trying to and spending millions and millions of dollars mm-hmm. of taxpayer fucking money which pisses me the fuck off on this stupid Benghazi bullshit, this mm-hmm. um, I hate. I know I'm talking political here, but it just really pisses me off because this is the serious part of the show. <laughs> we'll get to the dick and fart jokes real soon, but we're answer, we're answering fan mail. If you want us to yeah. talk about something else other than, you can either chime in while you're watching the live stream or write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail dot com. But as so, we were saying, we were talking about yeah, Hillary so, Clinton. So I mean, my thing is, is a lot of these people say that Hillary's you know did this or did that or whatever. You know, even with the the, the leaked emails that are coming out now the wikilink stuff none of that's been like fucking corroborated nothing's been like said okay this is this is an official email from this guy's email server and on top of that none of them are from hillary clinton herself so it's like okay why are we even talking about this then you got then you got this you know okay she released all of her emails okay so why are we talking about this still everything's out there the fbi said she was clear she's innocent can we move on please Mm -hmm. and the republicans have been talking about this consistently since she left as Secretary of State. That's what I've been trying to say. Because of that, people stupidly watching on their iPhone or Samsung phone or on the computer are sitting here hearing this and they're going, okay, well, she's got to be guilty. So now we get to this presidential election and she has a really bad approval rating. Why? Because people are stupid and do not look up information. Yeah. And that's the problem. And we're not teaching our kids to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're not and I'm not saying I'm not. But we're not teaching. they're not teaching kids to sit there and be like, look. If when you go to when you get the option to vote, read, go online, don't look at fucking <laughs> Wikipedia. Look mm. at look at information. Look it up. Find out what's true, and then make a decision. Do not believe everything you hear on the news yeah. media. Well, what I don't like is that you go on Facebook and you see like uh, uh, Hillary Clinton's emails leaked. You know, will definitely get her you know arrested or whatever. And then like the per and you see the site the person's sharing it from. Yeah, like people people are sharing stuff from sites that are so obviously biased and so obviously don't do you know like it it, you know it makes a wonderful headline and it's definitely clickbait but then there people there's people who just read the headline and then they share the article and then you know sometimes i'm curious i'm like okay oh okay there's someone you know maybe this real deep insider website found the found uh, a link or something that you know that can really fucking put hillary in jail then you click the site and it's like uh, speculating and 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 you know we spoke to somebody our undisclosed whatever it's like it's such bullshit and people share this shit and they share it like it's fucking real and and here's another thing too like there was an email that was going across facebook um that apparently was from bernie sanders or was something like he oh he was paid off to you know eventually endorse and kill her and i and i put it up and i said do you people really think that this is true and there was a lot of people like no fuck no Mm -hmm. i'm like so what what do we know
know is true from these WikiLeaks, what do we know is not true? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's getting me, it's getting like really ridiculous out there. I just want this election to be over with so I can stop watching mm-hmm. CNN. <laughs> I can stop, no offense to CNN, but I, I always watch like a year, like a year to two years before the election because, you know, the primary. That's when shit starts like, gearing up. Right, right, right. We've been talking about fucking At, this shit for over a year Right, now. and then after the election, I'm done because I don't want to, well, I mean, I'll probably watch up through when they get inaugurated, but I'm, I'm really done. I can get it all on Facebook. Well, let, let's that. just say Hillary does win. Obviously, Trump is still going to be the same way Trump has gone after Barack Obama for the past fucking eight years about where's his where's his birth certificate. Trump isn't going to go away. He's no. still going to be on the news. No. Saturday, Saturday Night Live has nothing to worry about. I'm just saying. Uh, let's. I'm not saying Hillary's going to win. If she goes, if she wins. Donald Trump isn't fucking going anywhere. He's going to be uh, top of the headlines. He's still going to be, oh, where's the emails? Where, you know, he's going to have, he's still going right. to be a personality. Um, you know, what I, here's, here's my, my two cents on the issue. Um, okay. I'm sick and tired of people calling her Killery, like instead of Hillary Kill. I've never, I haven't be- heard that one. Oh, yeah. Killery. She's Killery Clinton because of the Benghazi thing, the 13 hours. And it's a horrible, horrible situation where they sat on their hands and soldiers got killed. You know what? And that's an absolutely horrible thing. It was a, it was a gigantic mistake. And, and unfortunately, our, our servicemen died when their lives could have been saved. Okay. Let's take that out of context for a moment and take and understand. Obviously, people who are calling Hillary Killery are Republicans. Republicans supported George W. Bush. If, if George W. Bush won, had he reacted in time, we wouldn't have had 9-11. You know, when there's when there were credible fucking intelligence reports saying that fucking bin Laden was determined to attack on American soil, had he acted back then... Okay, and that being said, Bill Clinton could have acted also years ago, and Bill Clinton almost acted, except they didn't want to use the missile. And I'll, I'll, t- I'll, I'll take that as part of an argument if you want to argue me on that but george bush could have prevented 9-11 what about the 3,000 people okay four servicemen it's a horrible thing what about the 3,000 people who died on 9-11 and then also what about the other countless lives that were lost when we finally did go to war and we attacked the wrong fucking country we went and attacked iraq and 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 afghanistan when fucking bin laden was hiding in pakistan you know so uh you know we should have went straight to pakistan our intelligence we knew where the fuck he was you know this you know so when you talk about hillary uh you know being responsible for lives and shit like that george bush has tons more of tons more blood on his hands right. you know if you're, if you're like this conservative republican and you know uh, and and honestly what what has been what has barack obama done in the past 10 years that is i mean past 8 years that is so horrible all these people that were that are against barack obama if anything, like, okay, you know, and I, I, I put this in a Facebook post. I said, you know, shit, I'm still paying less than $3 for a gallon of gas. Yeah, it, it, it was getting up to $450, damn near $5. Yeah, yeah. And here we are towards the end of his term and we're less than three, we're less than $3. What did Barack Obama do so wrong? Okay. Obamacare. Okay. Obamacare was hard. was, a, was, a, was, was, was not organized and, and sh- well, should I say it should have been organized better? I understand, but at least it's a step in the right direction. His intentions were good. And if it wasn't for fucking Congress and Senate fucking blocking him every fucking, every which way, you know, what, you know, Barack Obama. Yeah. yeah if you fucking let the man do what he's supposed to do, you know, instead of block and, and these people were blocking him for the sake of blocking you, you know, just for the sake of politics. I'm not going to let you do a fucking thing because I'm on the opposite right, team. Right. You know, we could have gotten so much shit done in the past eight years, but politicians going to be and, politicians and, folks, and 
cock block. Folks, newsflash, the president has no power. Don't let anybody tell you that the president of the United States has power. They don't. Mm-hmm. They do not have the power. They have to send everything they want to Congress. Congress has to, in both houses, the Senate and the House of Representatives, has to vote and come together and then it goes to the president's desk you know i just think it's super obvious that um you know people people were people were blocking everything that barack obama was trying to do just for the sake of being on the other side um they're blocking the supreme court yeah so. but so so to answer your question oscar i am for hillary clinton i am for a sane candidate that will actually take our country in the right direction and i'm kind of hoping along with that we will actually get back a lot of the power from the house and the senate and be able to do the things that we need to do and i will agree with some people out there i do not in regards to the new york state health not new york state the the health exchange the federal health exchange i do think that there's problems okay there's health providers that are pulling out because they can't afford it anymore there needs to be some changes i agree and one of the one of the the major changes that needs to happen is it needs to be said that employers are required to give insurance starting after you know full time which i don't know if they want to make that 36 38 hours whatever it has to that has to change because i have it and it, and i work for a company that sits there and says no you can't work more than uh and that's why i have another part-time job you can't work more than 28 hours mm-hmm. if you you do then we have to give you insurance and we don't want to do that it sucks mm-hmm. i can't do anything about it but i will say that i am you know i'm i'm glad that i had it and i'm actually glad that new york state took over because new york state you know the states make their own exchange but they have to be under the federal i told people it's 20 dollars right now for me insurance medical insurance i'm getting covered because i'm under uh, a certain amount of money mm-hmm. and i love it it's great it's wonderful i love the exchange right now <laughs> are you kidding me i love it mm-hmm. But, you know, we need to start doing more of this stuff. New York State is actually, pre- is actually you know, leading the way. And it mm-hmm. needs to start happening more. And, you know, I, I think that needs to happen. And, and I'm hoping that, you know, we'll start to see more jobs. And, I, and I, I, I will be the first one to tell you, it doesn't look as good as it what it used to in Rochester. We used to have so many jobs here, man. Uh, I mean, Verizon, at the end of the year, is getting rid of 600 employees. Thank God, uh, paychecks. Uh, I think ADT will probably take some, uh, there's another, there's a healthcare, uh, kind of like call center thing. Mm-hmm. They'll probably take some, uh, I, I don't know if it's still called Xerox, but whatever their call center was, mm-hmm. they'll probably take people. So it looks like people will have jobs, but you know, it's getting to the point where it's like, do I want to move? Yeah. You know, it's, it's getting shitty out here, honestly. And it's getting, I mean, it's, and obviously we're probably not the only place that it's getting shitty, but you know. Yeah. So yes, I understand that, but I can't, I can't elect a man by, I can't elect Trump. I can't, and, and, no. I can't give a guy that doesn't even know, doesn't, can't even tell me what he's going to do. The yeah. job. Donald Trump is the example of someone who one obviously has super duper high self-esteem in himself. I mean, to the point of what being, was your first he's, he's like a narcissist and, and, and he lives in a world where fucking logic doesn't a fucking apply. He's, no. he, he cheats out his, his contractors. Um, you know, he says, Oh, I'm, you know, that makes me a smart businessman. If I don't pay my taxes, that makes me a smart businessman. Oh, you would just take those taxes and give it to people on welfare. No, you're an asshole and you're a cheat <laughs> and you're a liar you're an and asshole. you're a, you're a thief. And, and don't get me wrong, you know, I know, as you know, I, it's very easy for me to say, oh, he's a racist and he's this and he's that, you know, and I, I kind of make that joke. And yeah, you see pictures of him with like 
Don King and him with mm. with with uh, Mike Tyson and and a couple other black celebrities and stuff like that. You know, I don't, you know, I don't think he's literally Hitler. I don't think he's a fucking, you know, uh, or, I, you know, I don't think he's planning things with Russia. I don't think he's, I don't think he's the head of the Ku Klux Klan. No. But that being said, he's not prepared to be the leader of the United States. He's not prepared to be arguably Here's the most a- powerful man on the face of the planet. No. You know, he's, he's a businessman. He makes business decisions. For some reason, his ego is so inflated that he gets people to buy into his bullshit. That's the reason half of this country, you know, when you look at the numbers, it's always like, you know, 40 something, 40, you know, he's, he's sold half this country on fucking bullshit ideas with no backing up, which is probably what he's done when he's built these hotels. You know, he, you know, he promised, he, he promises the fucking world, doesn't fucking deliver. I don't think he's a bad person. I don't think he's trying to fucking start World War Three. But if I think if you put him in fucking office, I, I think, he's going to make bad decisions to the point where we will be in fucking World War Three. I, I do think that a lot of it is like he's trying to do this for entertainment value but i don't think he's thinking through this and you know here here's a point that hillary clinton made if you really believe that much in the in the american job structure and everything why are your ties why are your trump stuff made over china yeah it's it it's just you know i don't he doesn't see reality he doesn't see reality uh, you know and he thinks he's doing the right thing i don't think, I think we have i think in his own objective world um <laughs> Aaron says, says, if he has a, a bad hair day, we're fucked. <laughs> you know, and I was saying, yeah. I mean, you know, this guy has a finger on the button, you know, and, and doesn't like what fucking Saturday Night Live is saying about him. What's going to say when, you know, when, when world leaders insult him? You know, yeah, are, exactly. we, are we going to go to war the same way we went to war and fucking sent troops into fucking Iraq and Afghanistan when we should have sent them into Pakistan to fucking get uh, Osama bin Laden? You know, we don't need that kind of he's going to lie and tell people exactly what they want to hear to do things that are only going to benefit him and his friends. And, uh, and, you know, that's that's not a good leader. He doesn't he doesn't have the country's best interest at heart. And, and I will say this I, to the Republicans out there that have taken the have, you know, broken away from Trump. You're smart. I will tell you this. I started seeing some of this uh, on the Internet. Number one, do not fucking sit there and go, well, we're going to block Hillary's candidate for Supreme Court, because if you do that shit, you're going to lose the Senate and the House anyways at some point in the mm. next two years. So that's number one. Number two, just if you don't, you can't sit there and say that you want, you don't want Trump, but then be like, I don't want Clinton. Who are you going to get? Johnson? Johnson ain't going to do shit. You're going to get Stein? Stein ain't going to do shit. Yeah, Johnson, uh, Johnson and Stein aren't. Oh, and my favorite thing, here's something that you guys don't know, and it's finally coming out on the web, and Paul Ryan actually indicated this, and this is, this is what I think a lot of people that were voting for Bernie Sanders want to hear. What is Bernie Sanders going to get out of this election? If he lose, if, if we get, if we elect Democrats across the board on November 8th, if we, if we vote them across the board, and I, I want all of you, when you hear this podcast, I want you to do that. Uh, Chuck Norris. <laughs> Let's not talk about Chuck Norris. Um, See, now if Chuck Norris was in office, we'd, I'd have nothing to worry about. Well, he voted for Trump, so I, I, I question him <laughs> now. But anyways, um, you guys got to go out and vote Democrat across the board. Unless, obviously, the Democrat is a piece of shit. Don't vote him or mm-hmm. her in. But president, senator, 
House of Representatives, vote them across the board. Because here's the thing. If we do that and we get these people in, Bernie Sanders will take over the Budget Committee in the mm-hmm. Senate. And what that means is those things that you guys wanted will happen. That means that you that we're not going to have, you know, we're worried about spending. Guess what? There won't be any more spending because Bernie will be like, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, so, well, well, the money that's being spent right. on fucking military exactly. and, and shit like that will, will then now actually go to colleges where we can educate our people and not be fucking ninth in the world when it comes to fucking education and shit like that. And and here's here's an, here's another thing too is our roads need a lot of work. Our infrastructure, the, the bridges need to be done. A lot of bridges are still haven't been done here in Rochester. A lot of them have, have been fixed, but there's a lot more that need to be fixed. Um, you know, we just we need stuff that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, and here here's another thing I want to add to this too. You know, a lot of people have a problem with police officers. Why are we not? We we give money to our military. We give money to protect us overseas and obviously around the United States of America. Why are we not giving our? Why are we not using federal funds to pay for these body cameras that everybody wants? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why are we not? Why why are we wasting our time here? Let's give let's give every single police department, whether it's one police officer in the town or hundreds yeah give them the body cameras and then there's no excuse okay and by the way if they turn it off and something major happens they get fired immediately yeah, fired well, investigated immediately. or i mean i don't want to open that can of worms but, but i'm not opening <laughs> that can of worms plenty of episodes but, talking I'm, about but what, so. I'm, what i'm trying to say is is i i think when we if we do get this all to happen and Bernie Sanders is in it. We need to do smart spending here, and we need to do it correctly. And we need to get our budget down. Yeah. We need to get the, tre- because, the, because, the, the budget down. Because when Bill Clinton was in office, oh yeah, we balanced the budget. We actually had a surplus yeah. in the budget. And you're going to tell me Hillary wasn't in on that? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying Hillary... Hillary Being is, who she is. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Hillary is a fucking ruthless fucking politician don't get me wrong i'm not she's not the fucking she's not mother goose and she's not gonna fucking sit there and hold her hands she's she is a fucking no nonsense woman who's gonna take care of fucking business and you know what when she was bill clinton when bill clinton was president she was sitting there in those meetings with him she was sitting there now of course he's getting blowjobs on the side but that's that's (laughs) neither here or there she wasn't sitting with him obviously when that was going on but uh you know he's she was there partially as an advisor, you know, not to mention, you know, the way a wife is supposed to be with her husband, you know, so we're going to, I think when it, when, when and if Hillary gets elected, you know, we're going to see the surplus again. We're going to see a, a balanced budget, you know, and we can, we can bring back a better economy. So I think we've exhausted, <laughs> we've exhausted, we've definitely exhausted on, this. on, on Oscar's letter. Once again, Oscar, thank you for contributing. Uh, that gave us. And thank half- you for making a discussion. Cause there you go. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, of course it's very easy to call me a fat, bald, loser, fuck who can't get laid and has a stupid beard and a big gigantic head. It's very easy to say that, but you gave us something we can talk oh, about. Oh, I love it. So we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. I may agree with that. This episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc., 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number 8. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Click and Hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. 
When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The click and hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. Okay, so New York Comic Con, Paul. We would have recorded, once again, I apologize to our listeners, uh, we would have recorded last week, but I was still in New York City last week when we were, when we, when we were scheduled to record. I was cheating on you. I went down, I, this, this time last week I was recording another podcast, the Cinema Psyops. Um, you were cheating on me again. Yeah. Uh, Bastard. through, uh, I, it's a, it's a podcast I've been listening to. Uh, it's called Cinema Psyops, uh, P-S-Y-O-P-S. And, uh, the, the hosts are, are Matt and Court. And they do a show about, uh, watching, uh, movies that are sort of like, they're horror movies, but they're also movies that kind of fuck you up in the head, you know? And so what they're doing is they're, le- they're having on other people from other podcasts, uh, come on and talk about movies that kind of fucked them up when they were a kid growing up. So, uh, I did an episode on the, there's a movie called Terror Vision and it was, it's, yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a horror movie, but it's also kind of funny. And it's a weird, weird movie. And it, and so I went – because when I, I saw that like at 10 years old, so yeah. it, it fucked me up in my head that I – you know, it got me – at my 10-year-old brain, I was thinking that fucking monsters can come out of the TV and fucking eat you and shit like that. So uh, – Are we going back to some clown shit here? What's well, that, well that, I mean I was 10 years old at the time. So uh, they're not going to release the episode for like another three weeks because they have a couple episodes already uh, built up and they don't, they don't want to release them all at once. So when that episode comes out in about three, four weeks, stay tuned because it was a fun episode. I, I want to say a good shout out to Matt and Court. It was a really good – It was you know, one day do a good show. Uh, they, you know, their production value is fantastic. Nothing like the fucking shit we do on this show. <laughs> this show, we just throw the mic on and fucking record. I, I, I plan on upgrading my they, stuff for podcasting. So. They sound like a professional fucking radio show. Right. Uh, me, we just get on and just have diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, th- thanks for putting it that way. <laughs> thanks for but uh, a shout out to them, and when the episode comes out, I'll definitely have it all over social media. Oh, New York Comic Con. New York Comic Con. Once again, another I, fucking great year in the books. I had you fucks running around so uh, much. Well, you know, <laughs> and, and you know, and of course, you know, going under, going under the umbrella of the Tsunami Faithful, you know, got got our press pass. Uh, you know, I was there. I'm gonna be an I, ass. I wasn't there. I wasn't there ten o'clock every morning, every day because I'm not gonna sit there because according to matt 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 cartelli was our uh the cameraman and what's so in this case one? you want to follow me on uh, follow us on twitter it's at tsunami news on twitter i don't know if you can see tsunami that news on twitter i don't I mean, know if you can I, see that live see that. i don't know tsunami but at tsunami news i'm basically tsunami on we're basically tsunami on twitter but you know whatever um so matt being uh matt being the our my cameraman he got there every day like at 10 o'clock in the morning and i'm not gonna get there at 10 when there's crowds of people trying to get into the building right and things were a little different this year and i have to admit i mean i got there maybe 10 30 10 45 11 o'clock when i walked in i mean maybe it's because i have the press pass i walked right the fuck in you know i you know that's matt, probably a good thing matt was there at 10 o'clock every morning when the crowds were building up for hours yeah. and you know of course you, know, you can't just have fucking people bum rush the fucking doors you got 
got to have people, you know, work their way in. And so I got to say, you know, of course, you know, they had, they had a bag check. You got to do the bag check. They check your ID. Your ID has the RFID chip on it. They have these little, um, iPads that you tap your card. They, they tap your ID, they pass on it. So they know it's you. So if you, if you leave, you can't just give it to your friend and, you know, they already have you clocked in and stuff like that. So, um, Chris would totally do that for me. Yeah. No, well, (laughs) (laughs) shh, you didn't hear that. And there were, now there were things, other things going on at other parts of the show. Like Matt had left Comic Con a couple times, uh, to go to Roseland. Was it Roseland or no Hammerstein Ballroom? Yeah. Uh, John Galbo of the Adventure Club, Adventure, Adventure Club Podcast Network. Well, uh, well, let's make this proper. Adult Swim Central. Adult Swim Central. Uh, Agents of Geek. Agents of Geek. And, uh, Adventure Club Podcast Network. John Galbo, uh, he went to a couple of things like in Madison Square Garden. Shout out to John. Yeah. Oh, definitely shout out to John because uh, it's funny. I was Matt was my cameraman. I will finally meet you one of these days. And then I swear, I was John's cameraman, and uh, so I had such a fucking blast. So big shout out to Matt uh, for coming out. And like I said, he was there every morning and he dealt with the crowds. I'm like, fuck that. I'll get there half an hour late. <laughs> And walk right in. Let the crowds fucking dissipate. Now, of course, you know, when you go in, there are people who haven't gotten their passes yet. So they're online. Luckily, we don't have to wait. But I felt like you have to cut through that line to get into the building. Um, I do have to say security seemed to be on point. You know, they had the bag checks. There were with fucking the, plenty of cops on the inside. I mean, that with all the terrorists, a, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and a, and a, organ, and a group like that not, where where people can just walk in. Not saying that there's terrorists that go to New York Comic Con. I'm just saying. Well, like, no, yeah, no. I mean, no. Yeah. It was a place where literally thousands of people were going to be. Right. Thank God, you know. And I I saw NYPD. I saw state troopers. Like I'm not you know, surprised. and like what a fucking sweet gig. Like if you were a cop, and of course you can't goof off, but you could probably just walk in. <laughs> well, then you know, I, I can tell you right now the security guards at a, at, at the theater i work at they mm-hmm. get paid a lot of money mm-hmm. and i mean some of them are like former like one of them definitely one of them is a is a, a current rpd mm-hmm. officer but like they just get paid so much money it's kind of funny yeah. and they're just standing there i mean nothing well, really happens, i mean but... I'm pretty, they're watching the crowd and of course if shit fucking pops yeah. off they're they're the first line of defense right. but uh you know it was well organized i know read pop read pop the people who organize this thing they kind of get a bum rap because not only did you have to get your id you know you get your id you have to register it you have to mm-hmm. go to the website when you get there, you know, luckily I already had, I already had, um, I forgot what they call it, certified my, my past. You know, I had had all my shit taken care of, but like, you know, they want to make sure you're you. And I understand, you know, and that first, let me tell you that first day, there were guys outside selling bootleg passes, but I'm like, how the fuck did they sell it? But you know what? They weren't there the next three days. Oh, they got I, I think, I think the cops saw the problem and they fucking addressed it right fucking quick. They probably did. Because I did not see them the other three days. They I, were I there on Thursday. You, I guarantee you what probably happened is they probably had people that were like quote unquote secret shoppers mm-hmm. that because obviously you have to arrest people you have to do something and then they can get arrested mm-hmm. so they had you know these secret shoppers go up and purchase a thing mm-hmm. and then after they purchased it rested right on the spot yeah. And so, so uh, you know, but like I said, they were there on Thursday, but they were not there Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So let's talk about the fun you had. Let's talk about the fun. Well, first, let me, I mean, I kind of, I'm going to go in kind of chronological order. Um, a big shout out to the DC, the DC area. And I don't want to say DC booth because that sort of does, DC kind of takes over a whole corner of the Jacob Javits Center. Jesus. And I got to say, DC was so cool only because like they had merch and they had stuff to give away, but that shit changed like on the hour. And if you didn't get it at that time, you, you didn't see it again for the rest of the, for the rest of the con. Wow, so like sucks. I got like, I got some cool buttons. I guess they're going to do a crossover with Watchmen, with the Watchmen and Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. 
So like a movie or well, no, 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 in the card in the comics. Yeah, I thought so. And so like there's buttons that have the Superman logo, the Batman logo, and the Wonder Woman logo, but with the splash of blood. From the oh, Watchmen comic, awesome. you know, um, I mean, awesome. yeah, they had they had you know, Mad TV buttons, Vertigo buttons. Because Vertigo is a, a under DC, um, you know, comics. They had stuff that, like I said, they put it there, and they had stuff. Every time I went, there was stuff there. But every time I went, it was different stuff. So I, I much props to fucking DC, and I'm a DC, you know, of the comic book companies. You know, I'm a DC fanboy. You know, they Marvel's doing good, and they, I'm not going to share on Marvel. I'm just saying my preference is DC. Okay. Um, let me see. Um, then the funny thing is downstairs they had this thing called uh, this is a, the product, and this isn't an endorsement anyway. It's called G Fuel, and it's sort of a powdered energy drink slash Gatorade. It's a Gatorade slash energy drink thing. Yeah. And they had the most fucking unnatural colors like fluorescent blue and green and shit like that. But every time I wanted it, like every time I was feeling a little down, I went down and grabbed you know. And they had all four days. They had fucking bins full of uh of uh of the stuff so you know to keep myself going i was drinking the energy fuel and here's a tip if you're gonna go to comic-con i don't give a fuck if you're cosplaying or not wear comfortable shoes because my fat ass was on my feet for fucking four days <laughs> i mean yeah of course yeah you go to panels and you sit down and stuff like that but uh if you're gonna be walking around and especially and there's no way there's absolutely no way you could take in all of comic-con in one day right you can't it's ab- it's it's physically impossible so there's there's no like there there's a lot of cons that are big that you like Dragon Con mm-hmm. like is across like a couple hotels. I haven't been to that yet. Mm-hmm. Uh if Toonami ever goes I probably will. But I know for a fact that that is like you probably will never. I mean, you probably could do it in one like in a couple days, but like yeah, and you know, and we I mean, don't get me wrong, we had the interviews and I didn't mind doing the interviews, but so that kind of that kind of I had it like okay, at 2 o'clock we're going to do this interview, or, you know, at 5 o'clock we're going to do this interview. So that sort of kept me from doing everything that I wanted to do. But then I'm there on a fucking press pass. It's my job to go go and do the fucking interviews. So uh, the first one, uh, the first interview was with LaShawn Thomas. Uh, and if that name doesn't ring a bell to you, uh, he was the animation director on shows like The Boondocks on, mm-hmm. on, on Adult Swim and Black Dynamite. Um, he's done a couple of comics. You know, he's an animator. He's, he's production designer. He's a couple of, he has may a, I, may I add the, oh yeah, the big one, Cannon, Cannon Busters, Cannon Busters <laughs> which is coming out. And then, uh, he was, he had, he was brought out during the Crunchyroll panel. Crunchyroll is a service, for those who don't know, it's a service that, um, lets you stream anime. And so, uh, the only, the only, like, anime company that announced something new, I think, yeah, like something, like, new right at the con, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, I, I, I was, I, I'm sitting there, like, watching you guys tweet, and I'm like, where the hell's LaShawn? And then all of a sudden they introduced him, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. it was, it was kind of a surprise. They, they weren't, I mean, you knew it was happening because you were in contact or whatever, but um, it well, that wasn't a public right. thing. Right, and, and and I'm like I'm like oh shit, here comes Cannon Busters, and then all of a sudden he introduces it's not even that. Cannon Busters. No, it's, it's, it's well, can, I think if I understand correctly, Cannon Busters is sort of that hasn't been decided where it's going to be distributed on. I don't think it's I don't it's you know I, I think it's still up in the air. I don't think it's going to be on, not, not that it's not going to be on Crunchyroll, but there's shopping options around. If I understand correctly, I could be totally wrong. 
But um, well, I, I know that a lot of us have have wanted Cannon Busters on Toonami. I'm hoping that Adult Swim picks that up. They do know who Lashawn Thomas is, mm-hmm. so it's a lot easier. I don't I mean, know. Black Dynamite and the Boondocks. I mean, I, I mean, mean yeah, those. I mean, remember. both those shows are on Adult Swim, not on Toonami. Right. But I mean, it's in the same family. Right. Um. So and it's an American action cartoon because it was made here. So you know, it works. But what was the and show? So, and so the show he's the show they announced, which is going to be made through through Crunchyroll. It's going that's going to be a Crunchyroll exclusive, at least in the beginning. Is a song is a show called. Uh, Children of Ether. Mm-hmm. Am I understanding? Yeah, Children of Ether. 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 Yeah. And I, I, I had mistaken because somewhere in the paper, the, when they put something on the screen, it said Ether, and I had asked them specifically, "Is it Children of Ether or Children of Ether?" Yeah, it's Ether. Ether. Uh, that's where in, I got confused in, because in, I was telling people Ether. Yeah, it's as, as in out of the ether. It's, right, right, you know, right, right. So he says, you know, without totally stealing, he goes, "It's sort of a world that there is sort of a force, like Star Wars force." And the, it's a show about like these three orphans and, um, there is sort of like a force and, and, and people get talents and learn how to fight and get, and, you know, using the quote unquote force. Um, but I think what really makes the show original is that it's sort of a futuristic mashup world of where Tokyo meets New York City. Mm. So there's guys like with like skinny jeans and sneakers, but they also have like kabuki masks on. Well, let's not let's not like spoil that too much because we we did an interview with him. I'm sure he's explained oh, a little bit. Oh of yeah, it. yeah. I mean, there's more there's okay. more to it in the interview, but that that alone is sort of like just to kind of give you a taste well, on the idea of what's going on with it. It's, but but so, here, here's the big part about this, and this is in the anime world you know here's an original show that crunchyroll has that's big that's an mm-hmm. original show that's not them going and getting the license for something mm-hmm. and for those of you that don't know what crunchyroll is it's it's a company that, that streams anime uh crunchyroll.com you can see what they do um but the thing is is they do a lot of sub anime they don't usually have english dubs on their channel um but to have something like this is big news yeah and, I, and i'm very sub, happy about that sub meaning sub, subtitle subtitle for those english subtitle for the yes. fans of the show that don't japanese like with english subtitles yeah it, you so. know dub meaning they dubbed over with american voices or right. english voices so. sub meaning with subtitles. and this is obviously going to be english so it's it's going to be really good to see this I, i'm excited um well, the big trend is doing sub and dub at the same time, right. like so, or you know, doing. I'm um, excuse me, doing the Japanese and the American version at the same time. So uh, when they animate it, you know, they can pretty much release them at the same time. And that interview is not done yet. Once it is, it, it hopefully by the time this podcast is out, everything will be out. But uh, right now, as we're recording this, it is not done yet. So and as and he's a boy from the Bronx, you know. I mean, uh, you know, call me call me someone a little hometown pride. I mean, I lived in the Bronx for a little while, and and. Oh, right. and you know, so it was nice to see, you know, a local boy uh, doing well. And I, and I love LaShawn. We, we, us at the Toonami Faithful Podcast love LaShawn. We're trying to, we're hoping that we can kind of get Toonami to get Cannon Busters, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I'm hoping because mm-hmm. I would like to see some more American action. I would like to see an action American cartoon on there for once. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so, so what was next? So then, um, well, I had went to a, this is a funny one, uh, Blurds and Afropunks panel. Blurs meaning black nerds, black Afropunks, yeah. sort of, you know, uh, black people who traditionally aren't into rock and roll, but are into rock and roll. Uh, Afropunks and Blurs, uh, panel, which I found to be incredibly amazing. Uh, you know, people into comics, into anime, into rock and roll. And uh, two of the people that were at that particular panel were, uh, uh, Vernon Reed and, uh, Corey Glover, uh, the guitarist and lead singer of In Living Color. 
And, you know, it, it was just, it was just a such, such an interesting thing. I mean, being a metalhead growing up in New York City, I grew up with a lot of friends of mine who were people of color, you know, Hispanic and black that liked rock and roll, like comic books and stuff like that. And so, like, we were always sort of like outcasts. I mean, not that I'm like Mr. Person of Color. I know I'm, <laughs> I know I'm not for, but for all intents and purposes, being a Puerto Rican, I am a person of color. Um, so, you know, it was really, it was really an eye opening, enlightening panel to go to. And it's funny, you know, like, Sometimes I feel like a real asshole when I say shit that's kind of like I should I say shit that's racist. I mean, come on, let's let's, let's fucking be real here. But uh, you, you know, you probably get away with it more than I could. But I'm saying, but I mean, going to <laughs> going to a panel like that, I almost feel like, damn, you know, I, I'm I'm an asshole sometimes, and I know I'm an asshole. But you know, but I mean, he it, is folks. It's he good, is an asshole. It's good being around people who are about, are about shit. You know, what I'm saying, unfortunately, when I work here in Rochester, I work in neighborhoods that are filled with people that aren't about shit. Or at least not the ones that come and fucking interact with me. So, um, let me see. So then, okay, then after that, um, the next day I was, that's when I was working with John Galbo. Right. And so, once again, through Agents of Geek, uh, he had gotten some pretty decent interviews. Uh, the first one was, uh, there's a show coming to Adult Swim called Dream Corp LLC. And it's a live action show about people who go to see this doctor. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And the doctor sort of, it's sort of like, imagine like Inception and, you know, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind kind of a show where right. they go into your dreams and it's it's a comedy you know they go into your dreams and they 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 you know they fight your nightmares and they try to well they well they go into your dreams and they try to figure out what's wrong with you and how to fix it and what I like about cool about the show is that they they do rotoscoping like if you ever remember you ever seen um uh there's a movie called This Waking Life or A Scanner Darkly this with with Keanu Reeves and um what's his face. If you imagine the movie A Scanner Darkly, where they take live action, but they kind of animate each frame. So when they go into the people's dreams, they go into what's called, you know, rotoscoping animation. It's that funky, dreamy, like, animation where then then they, in the dreams, and then once you go into the animation, you can do whatever. You can fight giant snakes. You can, you know, you can have all types of crazy, trippy things going on. Right. So um, the two people that stuck out in that interview, uh, Stephen Merchant, who is... Uh, He's known for a lot of things, but he was like he was the voice of Wheatley in Portal Two. Um, he's friends with Ricky Gervais. He's a tall British guy. I think he was in like he might have been in like one of the fucking Tooth Fairy movies or something like that. Right. Um, uh, you know, he's a, he's a British actor, and like I said he was. You know, uh, that show that Ricky Gervais, uh, the the podcast show that Ricky Gervais did. He was Ricky Gervais's co-host. Um, he's the voice of a robot, and they had a robot built by like the Henson Company. Um, and then the doctor was actor John Grise. Mostly, I know him mostly as Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Um, you know, he's been, he played the Wolfman in Monster Squad. He was, um, I'm trying to, he's, you know, he was in Real Genius. You know, he's been in a bunch of movies. So meeting him was so fucking cool. And like, when I took a picture with him, he was like, like, first I took a picture with him and he goes, hold on. And he, like, he caresses my beard and I took a, (laughs) so Uncle Rico touched my beard. Um, that's what she said. Then that night, oh, oh, so then, uh, then we got to, to meet, um, Doc Hammer and Jackson Public. This is the second one. Uh, the, the creators of Venture Brothers. And, you know, these guys are, you know, they're, they're, they're geniuses. I guess that's the best way I could put it. These guys, you know, they're, they're comedy geniuses. They're, they're definitely like rock stars. You know, it's funny, even when I got a chance to meet them, like, they took a picture, like, not even looking at me, sort of like, you know, that's sort of the goof. Okay, I'll, I'll take a picture with you, but I'm not going to look at the camera. Okay, I'll get it. You know, and the only thing that sucked is that, like, when I'm there with John, they had put the wall. This is at the top of the Jacob Javits Center. So the top of the Jacob Javits Center is all glass. 
The sun's coming in. They have the wall that has the read pop words on it, but the the sun is like literally just coming over the the the, the wall that says read pop on it. So it it totally uh, washed out John's videos. They all look kind of bluish and stuff like that. Not our fault, you know. And you know they didn't want to move the wall. And I, I mean, I would have felt weird to ask them, but you know. And so, but the interviews were pretty funny uh, with the guys from uh, the Venture Brothers, Doc Hammer and um, Jackson Public. And then we did another interview with um, the guys from an Adult Swim show that I haven't seen but I've heard about Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell and uh, it's Matt Servito and then two of the uh, the two of the creators well Matt Servito and Dana Snyder Dana Snyder is uh, most people would know him as the voice of Master Shake and you know funny guy um, even when I went to take a picture with him, like right before the camera went off, he like, he shook the hell out of me, <laughs> you know, like, and he goes, I do that to everyone when I take a picture. So that's why I, my picture with him, I have like this goofy look on my face. And then I got to meet, uh, Chris, Chris Kelly, or uh, he's also credited as Casper Kelly mm-hmm. and Dave Willis. They're sort of like two of the guys that helped create Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And they're behind the, sh- the show. Your pretty face is going to hell. So I got a chance to meet them. I know there was another guy behind Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but I know Casper Kelly uh, kind of joined in later on. Dave Willis is definitely one of the original um, creators. Um, so the funny thing is, John Galbo, this in-between interviews, John goes to use the bathroom. I don't know why I keep calling him John Galbo, but just say <laughs> John Galbo goes to use the bathroom. Two seconds later, Andy Circus walks by. Andy Circus, fucking Smeagol, Gollum, Snoke, you know, the, the actor, walks by the room. And I... And he was surrounded by people. I would have loved to fucking see if I could get a picture with him. So then, and the funny thing is, even Dana Snyder, the guy, the voice of Master Shake, he just came out of the bathroom because we're up in the press area in the back. So when you go to use the bathroom, it could be anybody, any celebrity. You know, that's a real place where the celebrities would be because it's in the back. That's like a protected area, but we're there doing interviews. And this fucking Andy Serkis walks by, and I'm like, dude, this fucking Andy Serkis. And then John, like, like John Galbo just walked into the bathroom when Andy Serkis was leaving. Like, you know, sh- I, you know, shit, uh, you know, I don't, I, but then he was surrounded by people, but I would have loved to like try to get a pic, get a picture with him. Um, all right. So then the next day we got to meet, uh, three of the actors from the One, One Punch Man cartoon. Yes, we now, did. Those, those who watch the po- podcast or those who understand, I don't watch anime. I don't even have cable. I don't even have don't. internet. Um, I'm meeting the guys from One Punch Man and I said, look, you have to forgive me and understand I don't have cable. <laughs> I've never seen this show. <laughs> Here I am interviewing you about your show. I've never seen it. And they all seem pretty fucking cool. Cool about it. Uh, the guys are, uh, let me see. Eric Scott Kimmerer, who does the voice of Speed of Sound Sonic. Chris Jai Alex, who does Lord Boros or Boros. And Zach Aguilar, who does the voice of Genos. 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 The, these guys are so fucking cool. Now, the funny thing is that this is an anime. There are people in the, in the room, the press room, that are like Japanese, like super old school fashion Japanese, real quiet, real respectful and shit like that. And they're doing one interview on the other side of the room. And I'm with the voice actors on this side of the room. And, you know, I'm there to have a good fucking time you know we had a really good interview it's really really fun unfortunately the audio uh didn't come out that great from what i understand but it, it was it was okay it wasn't the best that it was um that interview is done and it is awaiting approval so yeah so we have to, we have to wait for the people who who put out one punch man to say if it's okay for us to, to put it out uh, but she's the the woman that was there said she doesn't see a problem. They just you know. But it was we were talking mostly about being like a voice actor and stuff like that. And it was a fun interview. Uh, you know, like of most of the like that was definitely one of the highlights of the whole of the whole weekend of Comic Con. Uh, those guys were so much fucking fun. And if you get a chance, check out uh, One Punch Man. I actually went to a panel. They gave like the first two episodes of the show ever, mm-hmm. and I got a chance to watch it. So I enjoyed the first two episodes at least. You know, um, maybe I'll let you watch some of them. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, okay, then I got a chance to interview, uh, this is years ago, one of the people who came onto the show, uh, to promote her comic book, Janine Frederick. Uh, if, if you go, go back in the pot, in the, this episode's, this, this show's podcast history before Paul was on the show, uh, Janine Frederick, uh, she did a, a comic book, comic book called, called Quandary. Um, so it turns out she sold the comic book to a company called PKKM, PKKM. So I went to the PKKM booth, got a chance to interview her. I'm going to put that out eventually. I just haven't had a chance to sit in front of my computer. Um, uh, but definitely check out their, their site, PKKM.com. And the cool thing is when you sign up for their newsletter, they will send you, you know, uh, Secretly, you know, over every month you'll get a download and it's basically the episode zero of their comics. So, you know, like when you sometimes you go to a comic book store and you see, you see episode, you see issue zero. Now you can get those for free digitally. And if you like it, then you go out and you buy the physical copy. So, uh, and like I said, the Janine Frederick, her comic was called Quandary, but they had one called Core, C-O-R, and, uh, and another one called Laws of Resistance. So check that out. Um, all right. So then I do an interview, me and Matt do an interview for the new Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. And, uh, maybe it's just me and maybe, maybe in my imagination. I think the girl who plays, uh, Buttercup, Natalie pa- Palamides, I think she was flirting with me. <laughs> and she, now mind you, she's married and everything like that. And I don't want to, you know, maybe it's just me. Maybe because I'm a sad, poor, desperate man. Can I, can I, can I say <laughs> something to you? I think that you thought that every girl was flirting with I think with everyone was flirting with me. Um, I hate to tell you yeah. that. Yeah. But... Well, no, and that was, well, that was, did I, did I put that on my my notes about the uh oh, i didn't i didn't i kind of oh i gotta talk about the rotten tomatoes p- uh, panel okay so no uh but it was really interesting interviewing them uh the girl who plays bubbles is like she's like 20 years old she's like asian and german it's a that's a weird comment like she's a, a korean and german excuse me and uh, you know super hot uh not you know natalie was cute too uh <laughs> Uh, all the girls there were cute. And then actually during the interview, and I, and I hope we release this, I had, I had kind of given them an idea about if the girls had switched characters. Like if, you know, as a Mojo Jojo hits you with a personality ray and, uh, you have to switch bodies with one of your sisters, who would you choose? And so one of the girl, when, so the two, the second part of the interview, we interviewed one of the writers who's also a voice and the girl who does, uh, uh, Blossom and the writer and they had started going back and forth as, as like, this can be an episode idea. So I might've inspired a future episode of Powerpuff Girls. So, uh, you know, uh, my, the check in the mail, you could find me two strangers in one podcast at gmail.com. Uh, actually send it to, uh, Paul Scrillo. <laughs> And so, um, so that was, that was pretty cool. And then, okay. So back, uh, I had went to a, uh, Rotten Tomatoes panel and, you know, their panel was called Your Opinion Sucks, where they have people come in and they give their opinion on movies. And then the panel was sort of like, you know, like if you took a movie that was popular and you said it sucked, then the people would say, oh, you're full of shit. Or if you took a movie that a lot of people said sucked and you said it was brilliant, you know, you come and say I'm brilliant. Like, you know, a guy came in and said, I thought Batman v Superman was the best movie ever or whatever. You know, and then the whole room was going crazy. Like, you're fucking crazy or whatever. All right. So this fucking kid comes up and says the Matrix. He wants to say the Matrix was horrible. And the fucking room fucking turned on him. The whole room. Oh, really? Went, Are you fucking crazy? So he's talking. Now, mind you, I'm happen. I happen to be sitting right by the mic, and he's there, or whatever. And the, the woman, uh, Gray Drake, uh, she's a person from Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, she's there, and I'm like, and I started screaming, "How old are you?" <laughs> the kid's like, 
And he's like, were you even born when The Matrix came out? And he says, no, I wasn't. I said, how old were you in 99? Were you even born yet? He goes, no, I wasn't. And so I then ice cream at the time. I reject this millennial and his shitty opinions. <laughs> and then, like, she throws herself in between us or whatever. And that was a, you know, because for this fucking kid who wasn't even alive when The Matrix came out, for him to say he thought it's... And then, like, and then saying, like, uh, what's the... Cloud Atlas was good. So this kid was obviously fucking... There was something fucking he wrong was with fucking this fucking with kid. You. I think he was fucking with Well, no, I mean, he's... I mean, yeah. But he was like, oh, it wasn't, it was boring. And I forgot, exa- you know, and I just, but I just remember just chewing into him. And that was, that was pretty fun. Kids don't remember this shit because they never got the experience in the movie. Exactly. I mean, it was like, I think part of the reason The Matrix was so good is when it was released in 1999. Now, I will say to you, I will say to you, first two were good. The third one, eh, Well, so I mean, much. two, I, even if you said two sucked, I get, yeah, two wasn't that great. Three wasn't that great. But part one was like one of the best fucking movies ever made. Um, okay. Oh, then I went to the Powerpuff Girls panel because first we had the, did, we did the interview. Then they did a panel and they had actually read a script. It was sort of like the Powerpuff Girls coming to New York Comic Con. And actually they had two cameos. They had the kid who does the voice of Finn from Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. He showed up and the kid who does the voice, the voice of Beast Boy from Teen Titans showed up. So that was pretty cool. Um, then, uh, let me see what else. All right. Tons of Harley, Har- tons of Harley Quinns. Shitty ones. A lot of fat Harley Quinns. Ooh. So, I said, I didn't say this, but in my mind, I'm thinking, you're hardly Quinn. <laughs> you're, you're hearty Quinn. <laughs> you're too much pudding. <laughs> uh, oh if my god. Wa- if you do watch this, you'll see why, I, why I'm doing this. Too many, too many uh. people who should not have been dressed up in poom poom shorts and, and fishnet stockings. You know, do you yell at them too? Well, I I didn't. I should have. Uh, but I'm just saying. You know, I'm not trying to dress up like someone skinny. So don't fucking chew my head off. Um, I gotta I give I gotta give a shout out to my boy Louis Bowden. Uh, he was uh, in the pictures. Those who follow my social media, uh, he was the pictures I took of Zombie Mario, and he has a following on Instagram. Uh, and it's weird because like he kind of has this like following on Instagram, and he, he cosplays as Zombie Mario. And that was a guy he went to high school with. Like, you know, we were not that, I don't want to say we were good, good friends, but I mean, we ran in the same circle. And so it was so fucking cool hanging out with him, uh, hanging out with another buddy of mine, Shafiat, who he only came for the last day. Um, but you know, it was so cool fucking hanging out with, uh, old high school buddies. And, uh, Should have that piece of news. Leonardo DiCaprio to produce Captain Planet movie. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess good things do happen. <laughs> Oh, so Jen says, my Harley pick should be the thumbnail for this episode. <laughs> it's going to be huge. Um, it's going to be really huge. Well, they are really huge, but, you know. <laughs> and I touched their pussies. And so the la- and so then the last interview we did was with uh, Justin Rojas of, of Funimation. Funimation being a company that distributes anime here in the United States. Well, they do it around the world, but he's in charge or, you know, he's a, he's a big wig here on the United States side. And... and, and he does a show on uh, Twitch TV called Double Talk. Now, what sucks this year at New York Comic Con was that usually he, like last year, he was at the booth every day, kind of taking care of things. This year, I go to the Funimation booth, and it was all people. Everyone who was working there were people who work for Fye. Like these are people who used to working in the mall and shit like that. So I'm showing up, and I have my press credentials, and I'm like, okay, look, I'm here to interview Justin Rojas. Is he here? And all these people are like, huh? Who? What are you talking? None of the the your fucking boss, the guy who's in charge here. And, and so it was so weird. Like every time I went, like I had to keep asking around different people because the people who were manning the booth didn't even know who the fuck their boss was, who was, who was technically the one in charge. 
Now, of course, Justin this year was very fucking busy, so we only had a chance to see him Sunday afternoon. And so him and Lauren Moore, who I have the giant the biggest crush on, who's she's fucking cute. You get people like, oh, yeah, crush on. She's fucking hot. There's no, there's a reason why she I have is a crush hot. on her. She is hot. You're right. Uh, so, uh, you know, getting, getting to, getting, you know, well, I, I had met her last year and we were chatting last year and stuff like that. And then this, like this year, I wasn't expecting her to be there. So I told Justin, I said, oh, when you see Lauren, tell her I have a crush on her. And when did you know, like, we're done with the interview. She happens to walk up. And, like, she had, like, obviously just came off the street because she had, like, her street jacket on and stuff like that. I'm like, Lauren, I just told Justin I had a crush on you. Which, you know, I'm pretty sure she gets that from all the fucking Probably. Fat, fat losers who like anime. Uh Let me see. Oh, no, that's there's nothing. You're highly pitched. <laughs> and speaking of losers. Okay, so that's pretty much my, my New York well, Comic we did, Con We thing. did an interview with IQ. We did an interview. Oh, yeah, we did an interview with IQ, which is out right now. I just put it up on my Facebook page. Uh, rapper IQ. Um, unfortunately, we had to do two interviews because the first one, the audio was was really shitty. But uh, I'm glad we got a chance to do it a second time. I was able to kind of get my questions out a little easier. We did a. You also did an interview with uh, Charlene. Oh, Charlene. Then uh, when we did the One Punch Man uh, interview, uh, Charlene, who is like the public relations person for Viz Media, because uh, One Punch Man is under Viz Media, um, and we got a chance to do it with with her. I mean, she was super cool and everything. I mean, it was this. That one was more, you know. Uh, she's talking about a product. I mean, she has, that's, you know, that, I don't want to say it wasn't fun. We, we, you know, she was cool and everything like that. I mean, all the other interviews were kind of like fun. You got to, you know, with her, it was sort of, uh, you know, nuts and bolts, but I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with nuts and bolts, you know, kind of talking about, you know, but it was funny. There are certain things they couldn't talk about, but I can't, I guess just to be on the safe side, I'm not going to mention what they can't talk about because <laughs> she had brought up and Matt kept hammering. What about this? What about that? And she goes, I can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. <laughs> I'm sure it was One Punch Man season two. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so. Well, and, and see, that was, that was the thing. Like, I had said to you guys, I'm like, do not ask about Dragon Ball Super. Do not ask about Dragon Ball Super to Justin. And all of a sudden I hear from both of you, oh, he can't answer questions on Dragon Ball Z Kai, Boo, Saga, and, uh, Dragon Ball Super. And I'm like, okay, I did ask you, did tell you to ask about Kai, but I'm guessing Matt asked him about Super anyways. Which... I think, well, Matt put it in my notes or whatever. And I'm, and so I was sort of like, you know, and then Justin. I was like can't talk about it can't talk about it but uh so that was sort of my uh my uh my my near comic con experience now that being said uh oh and I, I forgot one last thing uh the wrestler christian yeah he was getting out of a cab like right outside jacob javits center he said go fuck yourself and it was raining and i was like christian can i get a selfie and he's like he looked at me and he was fucking he was like you could tell he was not into it he was irritable as fuck he's like uh can we do it when you get inside and i'm like all right <laughs> i'm not gonna fuck with christian i'm not gonna fuck with a guy who could power bomb me in the fucking sidewalk so uh so i left him alone so uh not that i don't i'm not saying he was bad or angry i just he looked pissed off and i wasn't gonna fuck with him you know i wasn't gonna insist on a, on a picture um, but like I said, I had said, uh, nerdy losers. Can I take a moment and just say fuck Alex Trebek for, you know, this was sort of going on Welcome on, to the on the world internet. of, uh, nerdcore, yes. Yeah. So, you know, uh, this contestant goes on Jeopardy and says that she's a fan of nerdcore rap. And he goes, oh, nerdcore rap, what's that? And she goes, a rap where, you know, people, they talk about the things they like, like anime and, and nerdy things. And she goes, and how they have trouble finding dates. And then Alex Trebek goes, losers. And I'm like, motherfucker, losers are your fucking demographic. You know, nerds and geeks and shit like that watch fucking Jeopardy. You know, and, 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 and for you to fucking sit and the, that's the first thing out of your fucking mouth. Losers. I would love to see Alex Trebek play Jeopardy, like play Jeopardy. Cause I, unless I'm wrong and, 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 and maybe someone quote me. Has, has Alex Trebek ever been a contestant on the show? No. And I think, and, and of course, if 
he was to do it, they would probably choose topics. Whenever you watch like Celebrity Jeopardy, they ask fucking easy questions. No, I think we should choose an average selection of topics, not shit that he's fucking expert on. Because I'm pretty sure if, if he was to do Jeopardy as a, as a publicity stunt or whatever, they would probably choose subjects that he's, you know, oh, he knows all about Renaissance art. So we'll ask Renaissance art questions. No, I want, I would love to see him without his fucking answer cards. Cause he's a smarmy little fuck. And, and let me tell you, I, I like Jeopardy. I've been watching Jeopardy since I was a fucking kid. I used to watch it with my dad. That was part, part of like some of the better fucking, uh, memories of my childhood, watching Jeopardy with my dad, because my dad was a smart guy, and I used to love watching it. And, but you know, he gets real fucking smarmy when people get shit wrong, and he has the cards in front of him. And, and I would love to see him without the cards, answer fucking questions. And like, you know, I hate it when, when he, when they talk to the contestants, that shit irritates me because it's like, he's talking to the contestants and then when they actually play the, the game or like he'll, he'll, like someone will get the question wrong and he'll comment and shit like that. And like, oh, I'm sorry. The answer was, you know, Archimedes. <laughs> Come on, you know, Archimedes. And like he takes two and like then the, the game runs out of time. And like, Alex, you, all you have to do is say is no wrong and then fucking keep it moving. You know, he talks right. too fucking much. And, 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 you know, for a guy who's fucking bread and butter, who's probably paid for his house through fucking catering to fucking nerds and geeks or what he calls fucking losers for the past fucking 30 years or however long he's been on Jeopardy, you know, you're biting the fucking, you're biting the hand that feeds you. And that shit irritates me that he would say something like that, like losers. I could call myself a loser because that's me goofing on me. Motherfucker, you, you built your whole fucking fortune on these losers. So that's my two cents on, uh, on Alex. Well, I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of, if you, if you look out on into the nerdcore hip hop world right now, there's a lot of suck at Trebek and whatever yeah, songs. Like, yeah, like, what, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, and by uh, the way, um, thank you, Trebek, for doing that because a lot of us are like, oh, look, we can actually get some press now. So. <laughs> As well, uh, what was it? Uh, Daryl Hammond plays Sean Connery, and Sean Connery as uh, you know as Sean Connery on Jeopardy. You know, Shuck at Trebek. Yeah. So, so fuck you, Trebek. Um, I think we should wrap it up. That's, that's what, what she, she said. said. Oh well, real quick, and that's not really news because it's been so old, but it was on my Facebook timeline. Uh, they've decided on the name on the Batman, the the Af- Ben Affleck Batman movie. They're gonna call it the Batman. Yes, because <laughs> we've run- we're running out of things instead of the Dark Knight and Batman and and. You know, so we're going to call it The Batman. Like, it reminds me of that cartoon that came out like 10 years ago. It was called just The Batman. Um, so, okay. Right now we are in a, we're in a, what's, what would you call that? A, a temporary flux as we switch over our servers from SoundCloud, from Podomatic to SoundCloud. But hopefully you could still visit two strangers on podcast.net and find everything show related. You can find links to our iTunes. And once again, this is all in flux as we're recording this October. 17th 2016 uh you can see if our, if our episodes are still up on itunes uh, and if not just keep coming back or check out the podcast or check us out on facebook.com slash two strings of podcast and we'll get you the instructions on how to continue listening to the show um we will we will be on itunes hopefully we'll get that all situated um if you have an iphone an ipad an ipod if you don't have an iphone an ipad or an ipod you can find us on the stitcher app that's s-t-i-t-c-h-e-r the stitcher app uh, you can put the option to listen later and to listen offline. Jeopardy boycott. Uh, Jen saying Jeopardy boycott. And trust me, I do kind of, I, I was thinking like instead of maybe a Jeopardy boycott, maybe starting like a petition.org, like either a petition, like a petition.org to one, to get Alex Trebek to apologize or two, have Alex Trebek be on an episode. Like I wonder if I should probably spearhead that, you know, for the, through the podcast or something well, like that. Be fine with me. You know, and we get the nerdcore rappers behind it and their fans. It would be like, you know, either he has 
to apologize and or do an episode and anything he wins. And of course, you know, we'll do the whole deal. Like obviously when he wins, it'll be for charity, you know, uh, or something like that. But then again, you know, I, I, but I want him to be embarrassed. I want them, I want him to answer questions that he doesn't know about. I want him to be fucking humbled. I don't want the producers of the show to fucking give him softballs of shit that he fucking knows about. Um, so, uh, okay. If, once again, uh, we're on the Stitcher app. You can put it on the listen later option and, uh, and listen offline option. So when you're in your Wi-Fi spot and we're at home or you're at McDonald's or the public library or any of the places yeah, you get Wi-Fi. So instead of killing your battery and killing your data plan, you can download them all when you're at home and listen some and more. Killing when your health. Yeah. When you're out and about, uh, listening to them because it, it doesn't, doesn't drain your battery, doesn't drain your data plan. Um, that's how I listen to my podcasts. Uh, Kevin Smith's Modcast, Chris Hardwick's Nerdist, This American Life, Adam Carolla, Mark Marin, and of course, Paul's other baby. The whole reason I even got a chance to go to, uh, New York Comic Con, the Tanami Faithful podcast is on Stitcher. Check them out if that's not your thing. Um, episode for sure, Jen says. Do you mean as in, as Jen, are you saying that you believe he should be, he should, uh, be forced to do an episode, uh, without, uh, without the cue cards, without the, <laughs> without the cards? Probably. Um, which is that's, you know, and I, maybe, I swear, maybe we should do like a change.org, change.org petition. Uh, let me see what else. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast as we're streaming right now. We're on that page. Check us out. Uh, you know, follow us. Once again, we want your money. We need your money. But if you can't, if you can't give us two seconds, uh, Jen's just say yes. Thank you, Jen. Um, it takes two seconds to like this page. It takes two seconds to share this episode or this page on your timeline. Um, every little bit helps. Um, you know, I think when I do have Wi-Fi in my house, I will start, uh, spamming the shit out of the entire internet, uh, to check out our page. Uh, let me see. You can write to us as Oscar did on two strangers, one podcast at gmail.com. That's two strangers, one podcast at gmail.com and ask us a question. Look, we spent the first half an hour of the show, probably not the most interesting fucking half an hour of podcasting, but you know, he asked us about our uh, about our uh, political opinions, and we gave it to him. So, if you want to reach out to the show, if you're not streaming us right now, you can reach out to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail dot com. Give us your uh, stranger feedback. Yeah, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. You like that stranger feedback? Did I do that right? Stranger feedback. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, let me see. Then, of course, we are on, um, uh, we're on Twitter at Stranger Podcast, at Stranger Podcast. Uh, once again, I wish I had more, uh, I wish I did more on that, but I will. I need Wi Fi, damn it. See and if two strangers, one podcast is on SoundCloud. I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. Or it, it technically is. I just haven't uploaded an episode yet. <laughs> The last one should have been uploaded. I haven't gotten to it yet because I've been away from the computer. Goddamn piece of shit. I haven't, I haven't had a chance. I mean, I have, I get on the internet on my phone, but I can't upload the podcast from my phone. That's fucking ridiculous. I acquiesce the floor to you, sir. Okay, well. So you can find me on Twitter at Paul Biscillo. You can find me on Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash Paul Biscillo. You can also uh, ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Biscillo. And uh, if you want to email me, it's Paul Biscillo at ToonamiFaithful.com. That is my official email. So please do email me. And again, you should like the Stranger page, the Stranger Two Strangers One Podcast. It's Facebook.com slash Two Strangers One Podcast. So please do like our page. Share us with the share us with your friends. I know those guys. They're friends of mine. They do a podcast and they're famous and they get yeah. laid. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping all night long. All night. Hey, here we go, man. 
Go ahead. You want read Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. Him punny. But <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Oh, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like. Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up. Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www. L-U-L-U dot com. That's Lulu dot com. I understand that. I just wanted to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu dot com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his book, Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. How is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. You could sell them fucking both chicks. 
Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Colon. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Colon will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.